Cool. Um, good morning, church. Um, when further, when Glenn first approached me to, um, to tell a story, I um, I didn't mind at the time because when I looked around, normally our church has empty seats around. <laughs> but when I was sitting there this morning, thinking, what did I say yes for? Um, yeah, people came. But um, thank you for all turning up this morning, even to. Um, to our kids, me and Francis' kids, um, and, our, nice. and the rest of our um, family, uh, thank you for your support this morning. Um, so I'm just going to um, talk a little bit um, about my story. Um, my um, growing up, I struggled. Um, I call it um, mindset um, because there was a certain mindset I had um, growing up with my mum and dad. So um, here with me, I just uh, talk a little bit about myself. My name is Pauli Pupuli and I am Samoan. I was born here in New Zealand. When I was four months, uh, four months um, years old, I got very sick. My mum and dad gave me to my grandmother and, and she raised me in Samoa. Life was a struggle in Samoa. We survived on plantation. Most days, me and my grandmother sold taro, green bananas, peas at the market to get money. However, there were nights when we didn't make any profits so we slept at the market on the concrete to try, and, uh, to try our luck on the next day. We were very poor, but I was very happy. My grandmother believed in God. Every day she prayed for our family. Every Saturday night, we would walk distant to my auntie's house. We would sleep there um, to get ready for church the next morning. I would dread walking at night because in our village, there were no street lights. No power. One time I remember telling my grandmother I was scared. Grandmother growled me and said, if you believe in God, don't be afraid. Come on. <laughs> she then held my hand tight with the rosemary. Rosemary is the necklace that Catholics have. I was the cross and then the Mother Mary in the middle. Between my palm and we started walking. When I was 12 years old, grandma told me I had to return to New Zealand to live with my mom and dad and my two brothers. We lived on Heatherbank Street in Glen Innes, which is just down the road here. I attended um, St. Pius Catholic School. I struggled at school because I couldn't speak English, nor understand English. One day our class were playing softball. It was my turn to bat. My sister, Sister Janine, because it was run by the nuns, told me it was my turn to bat, but I didn't understand. Because I couldn't understand English. She then pointed to Logan Swan, who was behind me, to go ahead of me and bat. I asked my friend who understood the Samoan language, and I, how come he's going first? My friend replied, Sister Janine tried to tell you it was your turn to bat, but you didn't listen. Sister Janine growled at me but because I was talking. I was sent back to the classroom and was not allowed to play softball. I walked back to the classroom and sat at my desk. I heard my class celebrating a win. My temper boiled because I heard my team lost. I got up and threw the chairs and desks across the room and through the windows. I was really angry because my team had lost and I felt I was mistreated unfairly. My mom came to the school and had a meeting with the principal. On my way home, my mom gave me a hiding and then my dad gave me another hiding when he got back from the pub. Living in New Zealand, uh, living in New Zealand with mom and dad was a toxic environment. Mum worked hard as a healthcare assistant, and Dad stayed home. Dad went to the pub every night, Monday to Friday. 
and wouldn't spend mum's pay on his alcohol. If Dad came home in a bad mood, it was a bad night. Many nights I heard my mum scream because Dad was beating her up. My dad was a violent man, especially if he didn't get his way. I lived in fear. I slept in fear. My dad always beat me up and my brothers as well. I was mistreated compared to my brothers. Sir. Long story short, I was Cinderella. So if you know the story of this kid's story of Cinderella, how she was mistreated by him, that was me. I hated my life in New Zealand and I was desperate to go back to Samoa to live with my grandmother. But I was told I would never go back. Every Sunday we attend church at St. Pius. I only went to church because I had to. I love going to Sunday school. I love going to Sunday school though, but dread at the end of the year. Because we had to do a test reflecting stories in the Bible. Every year we had a graduation when our, where our test results were announced out in front of the church. My, my dad was a prideful man who expected his sons to achieve high marks in any test. Not me. I remember I came third to last out of the whole group. My dad was furious. And I knew what my dad had in store for me when I get home. I thought to myself, Dad only cares about looking good and not what God wants. I attended Sacred Heart College, then was um, excluded for fighting and stealing lunches, stationery, and bikes. I was accepted at Tamaki University, but really it was Tamaki College. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to school to learn. Instead, I went to school for freedom from home. One of my subjects at school was art. I remembered I tried my very best um, with an art piece and I presented it to my teacher. My teacher's reaction was, what is this hulk of crap? I got angry at him and sparked up a smoke in his class because he rejected my work in front of everyone. Later on in that evening, I went to school, back to the school and burnt the art room down. Away at school, I didn't turn up for detention. I was destructive towards teachers. The last joy at Tumkey College is when I was threw a plastic prima bottle at the Tupperty principal. I was suspended from school, but I never returned back. I ran away from home because I'm, the more I played up at school and Dad found out, I knew violence was his, his only answer. I was scared, but at the time, I had enough of my life at home and at school. I stayed at my mate's house um, on Mad Ave, uh, which is, he's here now. I didn't know he was going to turn up tonight, uh, today, but he's here. Um, so these days, that street's called Mount Taylor Drive. Um, there's a reason behind why they called it Mount Taylor <laughs> Drive, because the, um, the old people that used to live there, the street was not a good street. It was um, on the Herald Markdown, it's the worst street in Auckland, and, 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 and one time. I don't want to go on about that, that story, but yeah, I just move on. In 1991 to 1993, I loved to fight. When I drank alcohol, I was angry and would cause trouble. I assaulted men and women. I was taken to the youth wing at Mount Eden Prison on remand for assaulting an intent to injure the gang member. Um, that happened in Swimmerama. I had punched a, um, a mongrel mob, and then I cracked his skull with the cold beef can that I had stolen from the dairy. 
Once I was released, I ran away from home again because my father had threatened to tie me up and smash me with a hose. This time, there was no returning back home. I met Frances and her dad. Francis, uh, Frank was a social worker at the time. He led sports ministry, basketball, volleyball, and touch rugby for the community in cleanliness. I moved out to Manorua and stayed with my cousin and my friends. Me and Francis started going out. We were lovey-dovey at first, with no issues. Francis' mum passed away. Francis got pregnant with our first child. We started to have problems. My anger got to, um, got to the worst point. I started hitting Francis. I mentally drained, drained her and knew, emotion state, um, I knew her emotion um, state was weak, but I didn't care. The only thing I cared about was me controlling her. There were times I regretted the way I treated Francis because I knew I was just like my dad. Other times I was too angry and would, would purposely make life miserable because I wasn't in a mood or I didn't get my way. However, there were definitely moments where I would cry and harm myself because I knew I was a mess. In 1996 and 1997, I served time in prison again. In prison, I read the Bible and started praying for protection over my family. I ended up attending three different anger management courses and attended church service, people that came from the um, Baptist Church from the Upper Hut in Wellington, um, who came in to pray for the prisoners. I moved back, when I got released, I moved back to, um, to Kulin Air, which is next to um, Madden Line Avenue. Um, just to cut everything short, in 2005, a friend of mine, um, who lived, he, um, he lives in Rara now, but he invited me to a church, um, to a men's group. He knew I wasn't going to church, and I said to him, well, what's this meeting about? Because, oh, it's just a bunch of boys going, going around, having a feed, you know, talking about rugby and stuff like that. So I went along. I trusted him, because I knew he wasn't going to church. <laughs> anyway, when we got there, we started doing this thing where we were in the circle. We started sharing. And I was sitting there, and then I looked at him, and I like, what the hell? Oh, you know. Yes, <laughs> Sorry. Yes, and then he started sharing. And then it came to my turn. And then I didn't really share. I didn't want to share. But then at the end, they asked me, how do you feel about tonight? And I, and I said, oh, to be honest, I felt like this is what's like um, sitting in a council room, like you're doing counselling. Everyone's sharing their problem. I thought, this is a church. He goes, yes, this is a church. This is where we come and, and share our problems and pray over each other. So that way we can be strong men for our families. But in Catholic faith, I, didn't, I never picked that up. Catholic faith, you just sit there and just listen to what the, the, what the priest says, and then you go home. That's the difference between that faith and some of these other faiths I've gone to. See, sometimes, like when I listen to Glenn, he's talking and breaking down the story. We don't have that chance. We, um, growing up in the Catholic faith, you just listen and you finish church and go home. Just that's the way it was. We started going to church um, in 2005. I started going and having a look. Um, from, then, from that point onwards, I started, um, I started processing. I used to always get into trouble because I would always react with my hands first before I talk. And part of the um, things that I've listened, I've learned, is trying to think before you act. And that was a big help. Um, just taking that advice on board. 
So one of the things that I, um, I changed my mindset was because my mindset was all over the place from my upbringing, I made sure that I was not going to carry this on to my own kids, which it was wrong. My kids are actually here. I was quite hard on them in school. Because I wasn't good at school, I focused on them to make sure they achieved what I didn't have. I didn't want them to steal bikes like I did, or steal at all. So I was hard on the kids. But the only problem was, instead of teaching them the right way, I used my hands on them. I smacked them, I used the hose on them, everything. Just make sure that they don't wear school and achieve what they here they were supposed to be at school. Um, yeah, now, now the more older I've got, then I reflect back on all, all my mistakes that I've done. I've done so many mistakes. So many mistakes. Um, but yeah, um, uh, you know, th there's a story that always says, behind a good man is always a good woman. <laughs> yeah. I always feel, whatever. <laughs> That's all my reaction. But it's so true. My wife has been the rock of us. She always prays. She always breaks down. But then sometime when I don't like something, then I always try to find a way to break it down, to break your wall down. She'll probably tell you that story when she comes up here. But she's been my rock. Thank you. Church. Good morning, Francis. <laughs> um, <clears throat> cool. Um, if we can go to the first pick, please, with um, me wearing the vest this time. <laughs> um, I'd like to introduce you to um, um, my mum and dad. Um, I have one brother and no sisters. Uh, my mum is Māori, my father's Samoan. Um, number two, please. Um, and on my Māori side, on the right side, in the black and white, is my grandparents. And um, on the left side is uh, my nana and um, my papa. And um, so, and then in this photo over here in the middle is also, um, that's my dad's dad and that's my, my nana as well. And um, in the photo on the right is my, my dad's mum and my papa. Yeah. Cool. Our children. Okay, so on the right, Shamaya and um, her partner, Apan. And in the middle, that's our son, Montel, and his partner, uh, Monique. And on the left is our youngest daughter, um, Irina and Dohi. So, this is our treasure. Um, up the top there is Tania. Down the bottom here is George. Pebbles in the middle. And then in the middle again on the bottom is Evelyn. And we have Kaysen. And that is um, all our grandchildren. <laughs> I had to add um, our dog, this is Juicy, she's a uh, Nikita breed, she's half husky and half um, Rottweiler. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
This photo on the right is when this was uh, 1997, and we were sitting in Madeline Ave. So we were um, we always played down there, and we lived with a best friend, uh, some best friends of ours. And then in this photo is this year. Cool. So uh, I was born in New Zealand and raised by both my mum and dad. We lived in Glenanus and Pamia and most of my uh, most of my childhood years. I recall my childhood to be valued and loved, and I was happy. As a child, I had my own room. Mum and Dad bought me gifts for my birthday and Christmas every year. I had Barbie dolls and soft toys. I would sit on the mat and would read them all a book. I had a dollhouse and a swing and slide set outside my house that I played with most days. I would climb my favourite tree. It, was, it wasn't too high, it was just right. At the top of the tree, I would pretend I was queen of the castle. Every Wednesday, mum and dad had home group and me and my brother had to stay upstairs and do our homework. People from church came over home and sang songs and learned about Jesus. If me and my brother were still awake, mum and dad allowed us to go downstairs and eat the leftover goodies they ate for supper. <laughs> Every Sunday, we attended church. I attended all Potika School, Tamaki Primary, Glen Taylor, Tamaki Intermediate School, and Glendowie College. I was well behaved at school, no <laughs> behaviour issues. <laughs> my dad and my mum and dad fostered youth as part of their ministry for God. Our home came from a house of four to a house of 10 to 14. 1993, I started dating poorly. Mum got sick and passed away. I got pregnant and had children, and this is where my journey begins. Newly parents and life is going well for the first eight months until I noticed things started to change in a negative way. Life got harder. I was physically, emotionally, sexually, and mentally abused. I was a victim of family violence, and it was hell. My body was bruised in hidden places. Physical pain was common. My thoughts learned to lock into survival mode and my body was overwhelmed with anxiety. I was scared, I was trapped. I couldn't tell or else. I remember holding my children desperately asking for God for protection and strength. I remember singing, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. I sang this with all my heart, begging God for help. My family and friends were there for me and Paulie. No doubt they were worried about our relationship and concerned for our children. Thank you, God, for using Dad, Sean, Auntie Jerry, Uncle Tom, Auntie Margaret, Richard and Mary, who helped us get it through it all. It was an ugly time in our lives, but something beautiful came out at the end. 2005, our friends Jonathan and Charlene invited us to church and they invited us to a men's connect group and a women's connect group. We went along, we recommitted our lives to Jesus. We attended counselling as a couple, separately and as a family. We attended church and I got baptised. Both Paulie and I led connect groups and served in church. As we got to learn about God, the more we became intimate with God in a deep way. God is love. 
and he used people to show us his love on us by being there for us, to challenge us so we can grow in God and keep both me and Paulie accountable. At every woman conference, I remember his word, my strength. John 16, 22, no one will take your joy from you. Psalms 118, verse 6, faith over fear. Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and courageous. God will not fail you. To my husband, the ugly past is gone and the new is here. I am truly proud of you, of the man that you have become today. You made the choice to change and you did, uh, and you made the choice to change and you did it all. And I am truly grateful. I am a strong believer in people changing because I saw you change. Yeah. I love you and I forgive you. And I am keen to grow old with you. Yeah. 